Okay, so we're recording a new episode of the Q Chat, and I have Miss Tanya Miller with me. She is an author, a speaker, and a coach. So I want to go ahead and give Tanya the floor because she has an awesome platform that we're going to talk about. So how are you doing today, Tanya? I'm doing all right. How you doing, Sharonda, and to the Q Queen Chat Cast family? How y'all all doing? <laughs> awesome. So we connected through this awesome podcast, this group, and you also have a similar platform with empowerment. So before we get started, just give everyone a background. Like, how did you get started? Um, I feel like, um, dang, that's, that's a loaded question you're asking me. <laughs> Tell us basically, everything. <laughs> yeah, basically, I had a nonprofit years ago, and mm-hmm. I, had, I had what is called um, the... Uh, the the blog, the blog that I have now talking with Tanya and so that's actually something I've had for over 15 years now oh, and wow. um so I had and was keeping that going but now I am also um all the things that you'll see when you look me up I'm an author I'm a speaker I'm a coach I'm a strategist and it's coming from basically me um having a time in my life which we may even get to if not um a time in my life where I got I became stuck in my own head and wanted to get out of my, um, out of my, um, head, out of my life. You know, I was mm-hmm. stuck in my head, but then I wanted to be out of my life because I didn't like it. It was mm. too much going on. And so from that, I literally became, um, just numb. And so in being numb, I was like, do you still want to do this? And sometime or another, I considered not. And what I mean is not just not doing the, Wow. Okay, y'all catching me, but but doing mm-hmm. everything because we do so much, mm-hmm. and so I ended up going to um, church, mm-hmm. and um, that day at church, um, they got they prayed for me, and when I got back up, I knew I wasn't ready to give up on everything, and I got myself in therapy, and so just like you said, it's a whole time right now to be talking about all of this because it's in right. health awareness. And so what we'll be talking about, my matters, is the project that came out of that time period in my own life. That's amazing. So just barreling back, like, and I think we've all experienced it. I know I've definitely experienced it. I talk about it a lot on the show, just having moments where, like you said, where you really do feel stuck. You know, like I mm-hmm. was in a period, maybe a year or two back, I would wake up every morning and I would literally say that to myself. I'm like, I'm stuck because I was in like a situation I wasn't happy with working mm-hmm. for a company I wasn't happy with. I just felt like I had so many stresses in my life. And I would literally use that phrase every morning. I, to me, normally a person gets up and we're not all perfect. We don't necessarily think to have gratitude for waking up every morning. But if anything, I do think the last thing you should think when you wake up every morning is how stuck you are. <laughs> and okay. that was like the first thought in my mind. So Mm -hmm. what led you, you know, prior through your breakthrough, but what had you feeling stuck? Because I feel like a lot of people are in ruts and it's hard for them to talk about. Oh, yeah, it's definitely hard because let's just be honest, um, culture wise, it, you know, it makes you feel less than inferior. It makes you have, you know, thoughts of, you know, shame and guilt and then you know, that especially if you are a believer, then it makes you think, well, am I am I sinning for not believing that I can get out of this? You know, if I'm not strong in my faith, like there must be something wrong with me. Like it always mm-hmm. points to there must be something wrong with me. But right. the reality is 
it's something wrong with everybody. You just made the decision and the choice to go do something about it. And so there's mm-hmm. no shame in it. There's no guilt in it. There's nothing that you should be ashamed of or feel like um, is wrong. If anything, I'm proud of you, you know, or whoever you are for making the decision to go take care of you because not often is that something that people be willing to do. And so, yeah, like, I'm happy you decided. I'm happy you went and, you know, took care of you because that is something we need to do more, more of, you know, we don't just need to go after we don't fell apart and had the breakdown, right. you know, we mm-hmm. might need to go and start feeling it, you know, so that when we start feeling it, we can start working on those coping skills and those boundaries and processing that loss or processing that grief or, mm-hmm. you know, or that hurt. So yeah, like we got to get over that stigma. We got to get over it. And, and I'm glad do more. I'm glad you touched on the cultural aspect because I feel like, and I've mentioned this too in past episodes, I feel like definitely in the African-American community and, you know, most of us were raised with the religious base. I mean, I think that's just something that is common with most of us. So I feel like we're taught to pray it away and there's definitely nothing wrong with prayer. But, you know, like you mentioned, you sought therapy. You know what I'm saying? I feel like sometimes we just have such a hard time dealing with mental stressors, anxiety, depression, you know, stress, because we don't know how to handle it because we don't realize, you know, that there's no shame in seeking therapy or there's no shame in just simply reaching out and telling the next person, you know, because we're conditioned when someone asks you, well, how are you doing? We give the person a generic answer. Oh, I'm doing great. Doing fine. Mm-hmm. You know, doing but, well. Doing okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And we're I would to pull back that layer of the truth. Right. We're not going to admit, well, hey, I'm falling apart. You know, like I'm having trouble sleeping at night. Like we're not we're not conditioned to say how we really feel. So I think one of the great moments, you know, is when you get to a point where you start to identify what's going on in your life. And you can identify that just by simply being honest to yourself, simply by reaching Mm -hmm. out to someone, seeking therapy. You know, there's a process to identifying because if you don't, you will keep going through patterns. And I know I felt like in my life, I was going through patterns. You know, I'd have moments where I was dealing with stress and depression. Then something good would happen. And then I'd have these seasons I like to refer to it as where it's like, okay, I'm winning here. So it's just like, I just put a bandaid over like a gunshot wound. You know, So there was no, it just comes back to the same thing. So I know, like you mentioned, obviously, that you've been on this platform for like 15 years. And (laughs) obviously, you experienced it, though, you know, like you went through being stuck and you were able Mm -hmm. to transition. Before we get into the seven days of Mind Matters, and I know, like, that's one of the things you mentioned in the seven days of Mind Matters, being stuck, you know, and how to be unstuck, even in a crisis. So... Mm -hmm. Before you got to just being able to the point where you were able to have that message for other people, you know, because I think there's like, I think there's phases when we overcome things. So we get to the point where we realize we're in a rut. Then, you know, some of us are lucky enough, blessed enough to seek that help. But Mm -hmm. then I think there's a stage afterwards where you kind of at a crossroads on, well, okay, well, do I just move forward with what I just learned or do I share with other people? So Mm -hmm. What got you to the point where not only were you able to work through your issues, but the fact that when did you get to the point where you were inspired enough and bold enough and have that confidence to get it out to other people? 
Well, I think first, you know, it was something that I kind of always did, but I knew when I was, I literally knew it was going to come out. I just didn't know how, because mm. when I was writing Mind Matters, I was writing it for somebody. I just didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. Like I was literally saying, I don't want anybody else to ever feel stuck. I don't want anybody to ever feel like this. Can't get out of their mm. head. Can't jump back in life. I don't want anybody else to not know how to talk to somebody that's in this in a in a um you know a spiritual battle in a um mental health issue crisis in anxiety in depression in PTSD in postpartum depression in mm-hmm. whatever it is that they're in the middle of not know how to say the right things or even just be there and so I was writing for them so I knew it was for somebody and it was for something. I just didn't know how I went. And so for me, I wanted to wait until I knew for sure when and I knew for sure time. But that didn't negate me talking about me or life or just how I deliver my messages, if you will, when I did my blog, talking with Tanya, or when I did, you know, speaking engagement or something like that. That didn't negate me bringing those life lessons and stories in whenever I was you know, helping somebody. I think where it changed for me, I was always okay and comfortable telling that 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 testimony, that story. But it was this newest one um, where it was a challenge um, because I literally had um, lost so many people in two years that were very close to me that I I was just like, yo, mm-hmm. um, your girl might need to go make sure she okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then, as I mean, because you know, let's just be real. Mental health is the buzz now, but before you tell somebody you needed a mental health day, they be laughing because they be like, "Oh, oh yeah. you just you just trying to go get your feet done and your hair done." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? No, not necessarily. But if that's part of what makes me feel better and I can recognize me again and I can love me again, why you? Why is that a problem? You know, I think there's so mm-hmm. much title to what people think and what people assume self-care should look like, or even just getting back to you and taking that time for you. You know, people, you know, I I hope coming out of this that people have a better understanding of it. Mm -hmm. And that I hope that people appreciate what it takes to make sure you, you keep your mental health in check because it's a whole bunch of people that thought they were straight, but they don't realize they wasn't. And they was the main ones denying people's days off, denying their time, denying their ST short term, denying the FMLA, denying the long term. It was a whole bunch of people talking noise because they didn't hadn't had life happen to them. But mm. some of them that had a wake up call. You know, because mm. sometimes, especially even with the corona sis, like some people it don't it don't seem real to uh Uncle Roger got it. Or mm-hmm. you know, uh sister um sister sister in law got it. You know, it don't right. start seeming real till you can put a face to that disease then it mm-hmm. changes things up and so it's the same situation until you in a mental health crisis whatever it may look like or experiencing somebody that's in one you you, you don't have the, the greatest understanding you don't have the greatest um empathy <laughs> until you mm-hmm. unwalk them out in their shoes and i had to still act like everything was okay and you fine and you good and you straight mm-hmm. uh, things change when you actually see it changed for yourself right right that and you're right I just feel like there's so many layers so just like you Mm -hmm. mentioned just some people just don't even have the concept of having a mental health day or self-care or just the fact that some people it's hard for them to process things in general 
I just think the term mental, that's the whole phrase mental, the definition of it has such a negative stigma on it yeah. that saying anything with mental, the word mental in it. Because, you know, back in the day, some people would describe someone as mental. Oh, mm-hmm. so and so they mental. That's not even mm-hmm. the correct, you know, terminology. Usage. Right. It's not even the correct uses of that word. But, you know, mm-hmm. people just like to just put a stigma on everything. And it's sad that of all things, that's the last thing, you know, people should put a stigma on is mental health. Mental health is just as important as making sure your cholesterol is in check, Facts. you know, making sure that your nutrition is taken care of. That is so important. And I just feel like a lot of us are walking around and I always say us, regardless of what stage we're in, a lot of us are walking around broken, you know, because we can't identify it or we're ashamed, we're embarrassed, or we're just in some of us in families, you can't, you better not go tell mom and daddy, oh, I'm depressed. They're like, what is, what is that? It's like, what do you mean you're depressed? You know, like you can't even express that you are having issues, even with anxiety. One plus, I will say after this virus, I feel like some people were more comfortable saying, hey, I'm having a hard time dealing with this. Even I had some friends who, I was like, okay, you know, they were being 100% transparent. Like, look, I'm having a hard time dealing with this, you know? Mm -hmm. So I do feel like in a sense, people were more comfortable in a way to at least admit that they have anxiety. Cause some people can't even admit that, that they have anxiety problems. They don't even realize, oh, you know, if this certain situation causes you to even breathe heavy, are you get a headache or something that's anxiety you know just a lot of us can't even identify it I think because a lot of us are used to being stressed out Mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily have to be stressed out you know but I think we're conditioned to as adults that oh well certain problems just come with being an adult yeah of Mm -hmm. course you know we're going to have issues but like you said you know we can also learn certain coping mechanisms you know certain boundaries things of that nature so that it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be as bad so yeah. moving forward, you know, and I'm really excited to talk about this, the seven days of mind matters. And like mm-hmm. one of the main things I noticed when you have the first one was like staying unstuck, even in a crisis and you broke down it in seven days for a week. So mm-hmm. let's start with the first one that you have listed for day one. And I know the first one is basically identifying, like you mentioned, what's going up there in your head, really. So mm-hmm. can you elaborate on just the first step? with the seven days of mind matters yes child because i want to know like i need to know what's going on i need you to know what's going on in your head because you said so much so many nuggets i hope everybody called them and chewed them up and, and let it <laughs> marinate you you went in ma'am you went in sharonda so all jokes i've been aside, there no. girl <laughs> all jokes aside like you gotta at least know what you what what's all up there because you literally right. can be own so much at one time or you can make be making one thing so big that you don't know you forgot what you know you know how when you're gonna fight with mm-hmm. a spouse or a friend mm-hmm. and y'all stay mad at each other for so long y'all forget right. what y'all fighting about yeah 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 it's <laughs> right. kind of like that i need you to know what, what what now what started this again like what's up there like tell me tell me one more time you know and and so ask yourself that like what's really going on up there do you know do you know what you're dealing with do you know what you're trying to face how you gonna know what to? How you gonna know what to? You know, do the work on if you don't even know what the what started. It, you know, the background of it. You know, the who, what, where, and why. And so right. I'm, I'm I'm getting you to ask that question because 
you need to be able to identify what's getting you. You know, I, I always say to heal, you got to deal. And so mm. I'm good with you feeling your feelings, but you know, if you want to start this way, this wave and this work of getting unstuck, then I need for you to ask that question so you can actually write it out so you don't have to keep it in your mind. Write mm. it out, pull it out, spit it out, throw it out, whatever you got to do. But that's what I need you to do, you know, because if not, you, you, you're not really going to know what you're doing and why. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask you to ask that as the first question because you need to know and be able to identify what's trying to get you and what's trying to take you down. I love that. To heal, you got to deal. Like that, you need to put that on a shirt before I steal it. <laughs> like, yes, ma'am. That is like, I love me. that. I love that. Like, and I mean, that's probably one of the best things I've heard in a long time. <laughs> like that. I love that. You're right. In order to heal, you have to deal with it. And I think that's the, that's what leads us down the rabbit hole because it is hard to deal with things you know and I fully acknowledge that like I have a a, a upcoming show that I did with um, Mr. William Poole and he has dealt with addiction for like over I want to say maybe like 20 years or so and he brought up as a male how you know he was sexually sexually abused as a child but he didn't even discuss it until he was a full-grown adult, had been addicted to drugs for the longest of time. Mm-hmm. You know, now he was trying to numb that situation. And he yep. said he was even surprised when he said it to the therapist, because that's mm-hmm. how much he hadn't dealt with it. Yep. So I just feel like it's a fact. You do have to heal in order. You have to heal. In order to heal, you have to deal with what is going on. You have to identify it. Because just like when you go to the doctor, you can't just go to the doctor and just sit in front of them and they supposed to just guess you know without you yeah. giving them any details like I mean it's impossible you know so there's the only way they can treat you you know without realizing what the problem is so I just feel like that is super important and that's why a lot of us you know we sometimes we get so deep where we really don't know how to pull ourselves up because you know we haven't taken the time and, and, you know, and I'm not knocking anyone in that stage because we've all been there where some where things have lingered longer than, you know, they they had to because we don't know how to identify certain things. You know, we're taught to numb things or just to put things aside. But that's when I feel like you open the door to get in the danger zone because sometimes we find other negative things to numb those problems, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's where things can get dangerous. So, and I know one of the actions you had listed on day one was to write it out, get it out, and that your mind matters. Mm-hmm. So what are your suggestions or tools to like get it out, write it out? You know, like, do you suggest, you know, journaling or like, what are the, what are those actual ways do you think would be helpful for someone to just get it out? I suggest whatever form of, um, multimedia way except for social media <laughs> mm, <laughs> that yes. you can get it out so if writing and journaling is your thing cool if creating a cartoon a comic strip about it all is your way cool if doing a a, a, a song or a verse or a, po- a, a spoken word about it is your thing good if it's art you want to make something pottery you want to make a create another creative piece do that you know paint something, draw something, you know, whatever it is that will get out the feelings and the history and 
the and and the hurt and the emotions of it get it out because you might not be or even voice recorded to yourself don't play Mm. it to nobody else you know what i'm saying Mm. this is just for your side you need to heal so you need to deal but you don't need everybody else in it you know what i'm saying and so that is the suggestion because you might not be a writer you might not like to write you might like to journal that might not be your thing but writing a rap and a verse and a rap might be your thing writing you know um a creative short story about it all and expressing it that way maybe your thing the whole point is to get get it out so whatever mm. the way that you can get it out so that you don't stay stuck that is my suggestion to you you know because you need to know you know how you feeling you need to know you know all those things so you can begin to answer yourself you know what's going on like are you okay are you good how you feeling why do you why do you feel that way why are you doing what you're doing now you know what's going on like before you can even understand how to ask yourself those questions you got to deal with it so get it out and so we can actually start getting you to this other side to, to to the healing side you know so yeah it's definitely important most definitely and i know day two you have what are you dealing with right now Mm-hmm. So, which is along the same lines, but you yeah. know, what are you dealing with right now? And the action is be here and now, work through it. Don't stop living because of it. So, let's elaborate on that one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I, I specifically said now. Mm-hmm. Because some people are still stuck on what happened way back when. And I mm-hmm. got you. Mm-hmm. Cool. But mm-hmm. what is actually happening right now that is making you feel what you feel, bringing up what you feel. Let's put a focus and put put some put some um, effort to heal that right now. You know because you know it's something about right now. So it mm. could be a trigger that triggered from that. But what is it that triggered? So we can know what is what did the trigger look like? What did it do to you? What did it you know? We got to start being in the now and the present because if you always want to just when you go to the to the therapist about talking about everything then and you still ignoring what's now and what you're doing with it right now that's a problem too you got to speak on what's actually happening in the here and now so that you can figure out a way to push through work through and child even you know um if need be my mama would say deal with it before it deal with you like mm. <laughs> you you still telling me it is but there's some stuff going on right now that we ain't even paying no attention to i need to get your mm. attention on that because this right. right here is what we can do something about. Right now is what we can do right. something about. I can't change yesterday, but we can for sure do something about right now. And so I want to make mm. sure we at least tackling that too. I need you to tackle the now because the now is what you have power over. You don't got power over that. What happened when? You got to heal from that. You got to work through that. But this, we can deal with this. We can do this mm. right now. And I'm glad you brought in power because you're right we unfortunately we can't change the past and all of us you know if you've had a perfect past great but yeah normal people you know have dealt with you know unfortunate instances that happened in our past so, as you mentioned we did not have power or control over so that is mm-hmm. a good point for anybody listening you know we can't change the past you know as much as we would like to we can't you know turn back the hands of times things that have happened have happened and they they're there but you're right. Now is where you do have the power and the control. So that is one way to kind of flip the narrative. You know, if something from the past, you know, has scarred you and is really bothering you, it's, it's left an open wound. 
and something that you really were powerless over. That is one way to flip the narrative, though, to look at it like, okay, I do have that power today to get past this and heal on it, you know, work on it, you know. So that is one good, very good way to look at it, like to flip the narrative. Now for day three, you have, what will it take? So the action is do what you need to say, say what you need to say, just get out of your head and jump back into your life. So it all still ties together, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but if I had to interpret that, I'm looking at it like, you know, like you mentioned, like we have the power today, just how to get out of it. So do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah. um, You know, (laughs) honestly, it's kind of like one of those things and I heard it in a, I don't remember where I heard it. Um, but I think I might've heard it in group therapy where he said, the person was like, I need help. And so, you know, think of it, the terms and times where we're in right now. So you, you like, I need help. God, I need help. I need somebody. I need help. And so it comes in somebody dropping off groceries, but you're like, mm, I don't like them kind of groceries. I don't like that. food. <laughs> so I need you to talk about, I need help. I need help. I need help. But then it comes with somebody bringing you some, you know, just some supplies, some bleach, some toilet paper, some hand sanitizer, some gloves. And you like, uh, I already had that. I need help. I need help. I need help. And then, you know, it's somebody where, you know, they noticed that your fence was break, breaking down some. And so, you know, they wanted to because it happened after the storm, the hailstorm, you know, the rainstorm. And they were like, well, let me do this for you. Like, uh, that's not really what I wanted. I need help. I need help. I need help. And so. When your you you your house get foreclosed on and you you talking about you being left homeless and you ain't got no food and you ain't got no supplies, then the Lord like I sent help. I sent three different people to at least open the door for you to get help because they were not just bringing what they were bringing. They were bringing solutions and answers, but you turned all of them away. Mm. So what do you need help with? And so this is me just basically saying. You, you in the midst of so many things where people have tried to deliver and offer you help to help you get unstuck and to get out of your head. But each and every time you pushing it away, you, you're not you're not doing nothing with what the messages are, the answers are, the things he's saying and the people he's using to get to you. What are you doing with what you've already been told? What are you doing with what you've already got? What are you doing with it now? What mm. will it take for you to start seeing some of the help that's already there? Some of the actions have already been laid out. You just ain't doing nothing. So what will it take? So yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was where it was about. That I, I like that one too. You're right. I mean, I think sometimes we and it all goes back to the same thing, like you mentioned, identifying in order to heal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to deal with to heal. So I feel like it all is a full circle. Yeah. So let's see. So day four was. Will you get out? And the action is make the most of this time. Don't just get through your feelings. Process what's behind what's making you feel stuck and work your way out. If that ain't a word for today, <laughs> that's that's for today, y'all. That is for today. That is a whole right. for today. Okay. Right. Yes, but you know, this one it was about, you know, sometimes you're still stuck because you choose to stay stuck. You know, mm-hmm. you know do you want to get out like at some point I might have to ask you that at some point you might have to ask yourself because is it easier and is it more comfortable on this side of what you do know to work your work your little stuff on up to the other side of what you don't know sometimes people are more comfortable in their pain and in their problems and their trauma 
then they are with trying to find purpose, trying to find happiness in a, in a new day, trying to live again. Because they that's a whole lot that they can't they can't absorb because they don't know and because they've been hurt so many times, they just stay right where they are. They, mm. they 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 don't they because mm, they ain't ready they ain't willing and they sure ain't able to do whatever it takes and to and to just want it again because it's you know a lot of people say I want this I right. want I want to stop this I want to stop that but the commitment and action comes when you actually um see them doing it you actually hear them talking differently if every time you come around them they still talking about I, I want to you gotta you gotta kind of ask yourself do you really want to Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you really want right to? have you right. finally you really ready yeah have you finally decided to feel all these feelings <laughs> it worked mm-hmm. through this entire process you know because that's the only way to get out what's in that's the only way that's the only way mm-hmm. and so i got it yeah so i'm I'm at this point i'm at the halfway point because i'm looking i'm like are you sure you want to get out like i i, I gotta ask you know so that that was my checkup in the day seven in the seven days like I, I gotta call you out. Are you are you doing the work? Mm, right. <laughs> have you have you have you did what it takes? I think a lot of that is fear. You know, like I, like you said, some people they say they want the help, but like you said, sometimes people, as much as they say they want the help, they kind of still they they've gone, they've grown accustomed yep. to suffering. They've grown accustomed to being negative. They've mm-hmm. grown accustomed to complaining. You know, they've even grown accustomed, like you said, and being let down and hurt so many times. They don't. It's like, oh, you know, I guess this is how life is supposed to be. So, you know, as much as they may have done one of the steps in identifying like, okay, these are some things that have hurt me, but they haven't taken the next step, which is, okay, how do I get out of it? You know, so I think a lot of that is fear, too. I think sometimes people get so used to being in a rut you know mm-hmm. being stuck being unhappy being negative that they don't even know what's on the other side you know <laughs> like it can't process that either because it, it's still going to be living differently you mm-hmm. know as much as they said they want they want the help do you really want it are you prepared yep. for what's on the other side because hey on the other side of getting that healing may be like you said that other side may be okay it's time for you to to be in the public and speak on a public forum the other side maybe it's time for you to minister to other people the other side maybe it's time for you to write that book or just to be transparent or the other side may be just no more complaining like you really can be happy but mm-hmm. you know I think there's a lot of fear involved which is why a lot of times we put ourselves in our own prison so Ooh. even though oh my you might hit it okay <laughs> you know so like even though we know we've been through these past hurts you know but we still begin to the point some of us imprison ourselves at that point because it's like you're choosing at this point now like the past was powerless but now like you said you do have the power now so once you continue to be in that negativity it's like okay now you're taking all that negativity unfortunately and you're building a cell for yourself. You know, you're imprisoning yourself because now you really can get out of it. So mm-hmm. I think that's all in the fear. You know, <laughs> like some people just get afraid. They don't know what's next, you know, mm-hmm. or sometimes they don't even want to do the work. I mean, let's be honest. You know, sometimes they just don't want to do the work. Oh, I don't have time to go to therapy. I'm not telling somebody my business. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know I don't believe in that. That's white people stuff, because, I mean, that's how some of us are in our own culture. We're not going to deal with a therapist, period. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so some of us don't want to take the next step. So at that point, that's when it's like, okay, you're choosing more than, you know, just being in a powerless situation because you really do have that power. So let's see. So day five was, which kind of ties in exactly what we just said, whereas are you ready to be honest, real, and open up what's been closing up to you, which is pretty much what we just said. So action, take a moment to be real and true with you about what's been getting to you and where it originated. So I think we've pretty much touched on that the whole conversation. But mm-hmm. <laughs> you could definitely, you know, take this and elaborate further. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. You know, they definitely are supposed to connect and go together because we're talking from the same vein and the work mm-hmm. continues. And so, you know, with day six, I'm sorry, we're on day five or day six. I don't miss So myself. that was day five. I was like, I don't mess myself up. I was ready. <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of that same thing, you know, mm-hmm. of taking it to the point to where um for me, it's like saying, um, take a moment to be real and true with your with you about what's getting to you or where it originated. Because mm-hmm. the part of what really made sense and what I wanted to say is um, you know, you're only doing all of this, getting to the, you know, they say the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So it can mm-hmm. help you. Like, that's what it's about. It's not for me to be in your business. It's not for, uh, you know, Sharonda to ask you shit. We both all just want to help you. And so you mm-hmm. are doing this process and staying committed to it is you making a decision to help you. You making a decision to be completely honest, completely transparent, completely vulnerable with yourself for yourself because that's what it's about. So day five is just reminding you to stay committed because this is for you. This is not for nobody else. This is for you to, right. be, to be better and to get real about what's been getting you so that you can get co- closer to the real you that's been waiting to come out this whole time. So it's the reminder to stay focused. It's the reminder to to, to know um, that this work is, is for you because it's, an, it's, a, right. it's a whole you waiting on the other side to come out. You you yes, been a, a, you've been living a part life <laughs> where you mm-hmm. got a whole life available, and that's another thing I just mentioned to someone the other day. I think sometimes too, we get more wrapped up in what someone else thinks instead of healing. So some of us we're not going to admit that we like the guy I spoke to last week for a future episode. Like I said, he's dealt with a drug addiction, and some people are not going to even admit they've been through these things to get healing. Some people are not going to admit they're holding on to some past sexual abuse that's really hurting them as adults, but they can't get that next step of therapy because they can't talk about it. Or they're, you know, like, oh, what what are people going to think about me? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's one of the main barriers to that hold us back. Just like you said, being real, because some of us, we have two different parts of ourselves we have what we think other people see us as which means nothing quite frankly and then we have that other person that we deal with when it's just you you yourself and I that mm-hmm. that knows every single thing that you've experienced you know they're that that's that person that really is the most genuine form of yourself you know what I'm saying the one that needs to help the one that has the testimony the one that needs the healing but sometimes we put that person aside because we're more focused on, oh, well, what will so-and-so think about me, you know, if I admit I've gone through this? Yep, what that's will, it. That is it. That's it right Right. There. 
are we weren't or sometimes in our minds oh well I don't want to tell I, I don't want to meet with a therapist and tell them this these people have been trained <laughs> like this is what they do there's nothing a therapist I'm sure will get in front of them that is going to shock them I mean that's mm-hmm. what they're trained to do but you know in our minds you know we're talking ourselves out of it well I can't I can't talk to a stranger and tell them this I can't admit this you know that's the person because... that ought to be the easiest because they don't know nothing about exactly. you exactly exactly but, you know, I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in what we think is good and what we think is bad or what we think will make us look foolish and what we think will make us look more acceptable, you know, instead of just focusing on you need to focus more on what will heal you, yep. you know. But I just think we we will hold on whatever we can sometimes to talk us out of getting to that next step, you know. Mm-hmm. So that is what's super important, definitely, about being real. So now day six of days of mind matter staying unstuck even in a crisis day six was will you sit with what's been sitting well i'm sorry will you sit with what's been sitting and weighing on you and the action is don't hold on to it the thoughts feelings emotions worries doubts anything that you shouldn't be carrying let it go lay aside every weight Mm So I definitely think we've um, touched on that too <laughs> during the whole conversation. Yeah. But um, so I would say once you get to the point, I think day six seems like to me, my interpretation is once you get to that phase where you identified and you seek in the healing. So what, how would you elaborate on what you would like people to relay from day six? You know, the day six for me <laughs> is basically, you know, you 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 started to sit you started to deal with it you started working through it but have you you know have you taken it off of you have you changed mm-hmm. how you was doing things how if if it was a certain way you was doing it because that was what somebody told you how have you switched that thing up like have you only mm-hmm. because you, you was only told when you was in that domestic violence situation that you could only wear your hair um your natural hair pressed or either with a perm but mm. have you made the decision? Because if you like braids, how you put some braids in your hair? Like, it's stuff like that. Like, changing up what you were, you know, changing up and making things, the things that you was holding on to, the things that you were letting go. Like, I mean, the things that were holding you and not letting you go, not letting you be now mm. and then present. What does that look like? Have you taken a new, <laughs> have you taken on that new thing? Have you taken on that new look? Like, if you were always told you weren't going to be good enough, bad enough, and so therefore you needed no college, or you didn't need to finish your high school diploma. Have you signed up mm. for that GED class? Have you signed up and applied for a college or a community college in your area? Have you started to do what you're saying? Because mm. that is even the more of putting yourself out there. That's even the more of you making it known that I'm not playing this. I'm not playing this time. I'm doing what it takes. I am working through this because day six, it ought to be a reflection of what I'm saying. So that mm. people can see what see that I'm actually doing it. I'm doing the work. I'm not letting it just sit on me. I'm not just letting it weigh on me, and I don't look like what I'm trying to do to to do and be better about. I gotta look different too, right? right. And it's not major steps. Let me say that too. It's not, I'm not trying to tell you do nothing crazy and drastic overnight, but mm-hmm. you know, you know, if you let it go, come on and let it go. <laughs> right, right. I agree with that one. So day seven for mm-hmm. seven days of mind matters, staying and stuck even in the crisis. Day seven is, are you ready to get out and get and be free? 
Mm-hmm. Action. Let it all go. Give it away and surrender all. Don't become a hostage to any of your pain. So, like, it's once again, I feel like just naturally, we've definitely covered all seven points just in what, you know, we've developed this in the conversation. But this is definitely super important. As we kept saying, don't, you know, basically what we're saying is the same thing. Don't become a hostage, you know, to your pain. Like, you don't have to. Like, you're big internet. Mm-hmm. So definitely elaborate on the final day seven for everyone that's going to be listening. Yeah. So day seven is literally that, you know, we've took you all through all this. We went through all this. We said all this. Now is the opportunity to, if you, if you're ready and you've taken all those actions, now is the opportunity for you to for real be free. You know what I'm saying? To be free, mm. free, you know, and, and, and be it in a way so much so that you, you don't let, any of what was holding you, like you said, hostage, hold you anymore. You work, you've worked through it. You work through the pain. You work through the shame. You work through the guilt. Yes, it's been seven days, but it's getting you to go to that, to that new, that you that's been waiting. It's getting you to be that one that's been ready to live unapologetically on purpose. And so if you there and you went through all these processes, you did all these days, you did all these steps and actions. Now it's time to do the ultimate action. Now it's time to get and to be the whole complete, <laughs> uh, start work on those assignments, start working on the other side that's been waiting on you to be free and, and, and actually be free indeed. And so if there's anything left, this is kind of that final reminder. Let it go, fam. Don't mm. give it away. Surrender right. it. You know, don't, 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 like we said, we've all said all day, don't become the hostage to this. You, if you starting to even begin to see the light of what it looks like to see the other side of this, then you know that you don't want to go back. And so even if it, you trigger, even if it comes up, even if you see a sliver of it come your way, repeat these steps, mm. repeat these questions, repeat these actions and do the necessary work so that you can keep going. So you can keep knowing that I may have gotten stuck, but I don't have to stay stuck. And that's like right. day seven is kind of reminding you. Even if it happens again, you know what to do. You know what it takes. Right. You know not. You know how to work your way out of those sticky moments and those sticky situations. You won't. You won't stay stuck again, or at least not mm. as long. You cut some of that time off when you put into practice some of these things that we talked about. You might have been stuck for you know six years, but now you're only stuck for you know two. You know, I ain't saying right. it's supposed to be easy. And then you stuck mm-hmm. at now the next thing you you stuck at two. Now you're able to just be only stuck eight months, you know. And so right. you will see the more you're able to land better and work mm-hmm. through all of this, the more you're able to fly and to be free. Now, one of my biggest platforms that I mentioned, I drive it to people that are probably sick of it is go love yourself so I'm very big on self-love and just valuing yourself because I feel like when we don't have that self-love that's also how we fall in the pits of depression or we fall in the pits of being stuck in the past or just being stuck in any negative situation because Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes we don't value ourselves like we should now is there a way that you could tie in everything to self-love like do you see how self-love like a way that you can like pinpoint it to the listeners how self-love would just you know also help you know drive through just being bigger than your past and Mm -hmm. not being stuck yeah I mean you know part of self-love a part of being stuck is reminding yourself how worthy you are how 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 Mm. um how much you know 
love it is that you should even love yourself first. You know, self-love when it comes to being stuckness is literally the reminder. Hey, mm. if you love yourself, you're willing to take this work. You're willing to do what it takes to get unstuck. If you love yourself enough, you want to see what you can be on the other side of this. It's all about loving you. And by loving you, you're willing to take and make sacrifices. You're willing to do hard things. You're willing to go deep, to go wide. You know what I'm saying? And so self-love mm-hmm. is really the catalyst. It's the pusher. It's the pusher behind the purpose. You know what I'm saying? And so when you get weary and, and frustrated and mad and you want to give up, some of that, like you said, anxiety or depression creeps up. Uh-uh. I love myself too much to stay in this. I might, it might mm. be hard. It might be difficult, but uh-uh. I love me. I love me. I love me. I love me. Yes. Say it, like you mm-hmm. got to say it again. That's what I love about aff- affirmations and I am statements. You got to say, I mm-hmm. am loved. I am worthy. I am chosen. I am above this. I am not in, in this to stay in this. I won't stay stuck. I am one that will get unstuck and I will be doing my life unapologetically on purpose. Like you got to be so confident in knowing who you are, you know, and who you are even to know why your love of you matters, you, you mm. or why you matter and why your mind mm. matters. And so, yeah, it all ties together. Self-love is the catalyst. It's the great hope to the faith. <laughs> yes. And I went, I just, if I, if one person meets me and I start talking to them about what I believe in, if, if that one person just takes away, like, okay, she really truly believes in self-love, like, mm-hmm. I would be 100% satisfied, because that is my biggest platform. So just wrapping up everything that we talked about, what is the main thing that you would like people to take away from this conversation, not only just from your from this conversation, just if someone were, if someone had never heard of you and they, you know, they looked you up today and they wanted to know what is your true message? What would you want a person to take away from your platform? That um, I help people and organizations figure out how to fit the puzzle pieces of life together something like Mind Matters so that they can do life right and well. I help people and organizations to do life and leadership unapologetically on purpose. And so, and I want to do that in the many ways that which that my purpose is producing itself. So if that's a, a podcast interview and you get it, that means I hit you wherever you were at. If that means you see my me on social media, that means I met you wherever you were at. If you come across my book, that means I met you wherever you're at. Wherever you're at, if I can be able to produce and to use my purpose and push it in that way till that reaches you, I've done my part. Because for me, it's all about you doing for real, for real, life unapologetically on purpose, setting up businesses in the mm-hmm. same way and doing the, you know, the purpose that's in you. Because, you know, it's not about the product. It's not about the um, business or the service is more about my purpose and all of that is just the how my purpose has produced itself here to, to serve and to help and to be, to be there for people but my purpose is always still to, to, to help you figure it out to help you do life you know unapologetically and so I love the fact that you gave me the opportunity to come on your show because you the bad lady girl you you, you don't got some awards <laughs> you don't listen you done did your thing 
you know, and you are very much, like you said, about self-love, self-empowerment, and then just doing all of that. And then Buster out, she's like, oh, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to produce my purpose in a podcast, too, so I can help other people mm. along the way. And so I love your heart to do that. And like you said, I love your heart to just overwhelmingly make sure that you promote self-love because even as you do business, even as you do um, life, even as you do whatever you take, as you call it, to chase your dreams, if you mm-hmm. don't love you, you won't be able to get far. If you, right. you you won't be able to get far if you don't love you because it's going to show. It's like, you know, when the lady got that tag on that new dress or item and the tag showing, mm-hmm. it's the same way. <laughs> you, you, it's going right. to be very much evident that you don't love you because it, it's, it's going to show. It's going to show. It's going to show up and show out. So definitely, fam, definitely do the work. Get connected with my sis. Check her out. Check out her t-shirts. I'm sure they're bomb. Check out my message t-shirts because I, I appreciate the love and I, I'm just trying to get through where this at. So definitely y'all support, pay attention to what she's providing, you know, in this podcast, this free education, these free tools, this free answers, this free coaching that she's giving away and know that the way you support her even the more is by subscribing, liking, connect, collaborating, connecting, commenting, just p- putting her name out there, you know, so she can grow to the next level on this new venture that she's doing with the podcast because she got a whole message too she got a whole purpose too and so when you guys support both of those things you help her fulfill her own and so support rate review comment like buy some t-shirts go go read the blog <laughs> like do what you need to do because she has a whole message and it's not going away but with your help it goes further so thank you ma'am i appreciate it i have I always got to give love back to the people that give love to me because Sometimes people forget that just because we're on to talk doesn't mean that I'm not Mm. able to be on to celebrate. Mm. No, thank you. And for anybody listening, when you guys, and before we end the show, I'm going to definitely have Miss Tanya give all her contact information. But the first thing I want to say when you guys go to her page, you're going to see this beautiful black woman (laughs) with these glorious braids. (laughs) She literally wears her braids like a crown number one so everybody sorry, I, but... I have a cousin that said that he calls me princess and queen because he's like it's like a crown the way you wear it. i was like okay it is <laughs> and to be honest every time and i'm that's like the first thing that triggers me because number one i'm obsessed with natural hair and braids too but like that's like the first thing like whenever i look at your page i'm like fascinated just the fact that the hair because like I grew up in an era where my mom always said you know a woman's hair is her crown and glory mm-hmm. so just the hair alone like I'm just telling people once they go to your page you know once <laughs> they, they you know they're already going to be fascinated and drawn in just just the the just the way you carry yourself I feel is extremely regal and that's going to grab them in number one but thank you because I've always said that I feel like like you mentioned, we do all have a purpose. And I feel like when a lot of us have gained, you know, just this blessing to be able to speak about what we've been through, to have a purpose and to have a message and a mission, I feel like God starts putting people in direction. And just like you, people I've had in the past on the show, it's just like, it's like magnets. We were just been brought together to have a message to give out to other people. And mm-hmm. I'm always indebted to every single person that has been a part of the show because I do live every single day. Like you have to love yourself. If I could, if I wrote a book just simply on all the mistakes I made in my life when I did not 
value myself. It would be as thick as a dictionary. <laughs> like it's, it's, you know, but you don't like use it all though to get you here. It, even though you went through it all, you've used it all as well to get to where you are now to be able to share it that freely and you know empower people and and let them know the reason you talk self-love is because you learned how to do it yourself first right and that's the thing that I feel like sometimes you know and I know I think we've all had experiences where you know we may have like encountered someone that's like overly pious or just just I don't know it's just a message that we don't necessarily rock with because Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people like that the thing that the huge thing that it's missing is they don't give the test in their testimony they just come off like oh you know I just woke up one morning I'm perfect my life is great Mm. I don't really want to talk to those people (laughs) like I like the people that are honest because I I'm transparent so I think that's the only way to reach people is when it's like hey I struggled you know hey I woke up in the mornings thinking I'm stuck or you know hey I went through a period where I needed to seek help with a therapist I Mm -hmm. feel like that's the only way to truly reach people is to be transparent. So I'm 100% indebted to every single person. Every person I've had on this show has been extremely transparent and just 100% genuine. And like I said, if it just reaches one person, that's more than enough. And they receive Absolutely. the message and they go tell the next person and they receive the message and so on and so forth. Cause that's how, you know, that's how you spread the word and that's mm-hmm. how you reach people and touch them. So like I said, I'm always indebted every single person I definitely thank you I love your message and it's so positive and it's so real too and I just feel like right now especially now because a lot of us have had more time you know with ourselves and more time to reflect on things I think in any situation where you see loss of life so just rampant I think you can't help but process and think about your life and what you've gone through and you know how things can be different or you know you start to understand the fragility of time like okay time is really fragile and precious Mm -hmm. I just feel like you can't help but reflect you know and I would hope you know people would think okay you know well this is a time if there's something lacking I definitely can work on it because life is extremely short and fragile so I definitely thank you and I definitely love your message as anyone listening you guys know how I'm going to end it you have to go love yourself. Um, once you do love yourself, you'll realize you're bigger than the enemy in your life. You're bigger than your past. You're bigger than your distractions or your addictions, your depression. You're bigger than all of that. So I always will say this, go love yourself, please. Like just understand that you are invaluable. You're precious. You're special. Whatever you have in your heart, everyone has a purpose. If your purpose is just getting up every morning and inspiring your children if your purpose is just getting up every morning and just being present you know some of us have energies that's a that are very it's like people can't help but gravitate towards it that may be your own your your purpose just is just being whatever your purpose is just make sure you love yourself because you can't achieve anything so before we go miss tanya i want you to give everyone all the information on how they can find you how they can get your materials your shirts your books so just lay out everything so people will know how they can reach out to you sure so i am at talking with tanya on facebook instagram youtube and twitter that is where you'll find me um, on social media my website is tanyajmiller.com on the website, you'll see information on speaking because, hey, you might ever want me to come to a speaking event or engagement once outside is open again or while we're doing this virtual life or from now on. Hey, look out for me. Connect with me. You may also um, want to work with me 
as far as strategy sessions with your organizational leadership, I do those as well. Check me out. It's information on there. Also, the coaching that I offer, there's information on individual, um, sorry, not individual, um, one in one class at a time or multiple class type projects. I mean, not class, group. Ah, tell you, multiple coaching packages are available <laughs> online. And then I also have a school at school.tnjmoda.com, but the link is still at the website. And it's online classes on life and leadership at your pace for wherever you're at, for whatever you see that is out there for you to be able to engage in and do at your own pace. Because you might not be ready to work with me in a coaching class, but you may be ready to work and apply some of the online classes there to your life right now and do it at your pace. So mm. that's out there. And then there's also the shop, shop.tnjmiller.com. Direct link is on the website too, but that's where you'll find books, journals, there's six in all, as well as message apparel, which is message cheese, message buttons, stickers, and many message flash, many message flashcards as well are out there. So Check me out, um, and if you decide to connect, you can always do so at bit.ly, all caps, join fam, and you will get 20% off your first order. So maybe good to shop with me, but if not, you can definitely get the books on Amazon because I'm a prime girl. So the books are there okay. in print, digital, and audio. I'm also an audio girl, so I had to put the books in audio. And then the journals are there in print. I'm sorry, in print only. So check them out. I want to, one of the books, one of the journals that is available in digital is the mini book, the pro series. So check, check me out, check me out. Definitely would love to hear what you guys had, um, got out of this episode, you know, with Sharonda and I, the, the cute queen, the goat queen. So <laughs> um, definitely would love to hear what you guys got out of the podcast, this episode, as well as just, like I said, showing Sharonda the support that she needs to go even higher so she can reach as many as she can reach to give that message of self-love, self-hope and self-empowerment. So thank you so, so much, Miss Queen. And I hope that this will not be the last time we get to connect. And oh, it's definitely me. <laughs> I really appreciate you. I, this has been like, I, I love when I do an episode where it also inspires me. And it's just the energy alone that has come out of us talking has just been amazing. So this is definitely going to be up there with one of my special episodes because I just feel like we people need to hear this so much, you know, because like I said, everyone is greater than what they're struggling with. Mm -hmm. So I really, really, really appreciate you just being a part of this and just participating and just putting it out there because like I feel like the message that you have is just awesome because people really need it, you know, and I just want people to just not be ashamed to say, hey, I need help. Or, hey, I do need a life coach. This could benefit me to seek a life coach, you know, and just put it out on the table, what I'm trying to achieve and just have someone else step in and say, hey, well, here's some tools on how you can get there. Like, there is nothing wrong with that. So I thank you so much. Once again, everyone, this was Miss Tanya Miller, the author, speaker, and coach. And her platform is How to Do Life and Leadership Unapologetically and On Purpose. So that's one thing we all need to remember, just how to live life unapologetically and on purpose. You can be greater. You can go love yourself unapologetically and on purpose. So thank you so much, Tanya. I really appreciate it. Thank you.